0: Roll it on the floor, or hands at your sides. What's the right way to praise? Ooh, what's up?
1: What is up? <laughs> Welcome to the Pantry Podcast, where we serve up Jesus, not junk food, and sometimes some kind of melody. And remember that you can like, subscribe, comment, and share to help get this message out to more people.
0: Mm. Man, what an episode. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> it's it's right up my
1: you're going to hear him draw out a lot of words today that's my prediction that's my prophecy right he's very excited y'all no so we're so we've been talking about the different situations in church that might make people feel uncomfortable maybe they feel like they have to be one way or the other or there's one right way and not another right way it's about how you know what is the proper way to praise is there a proper way to praise where do we stand biblically and what should you look for in a congregation that's praising the
0: lord i think we're going to talk examples first <laughs> because I, I this is where the cool stories come in because i am going to say this we come from a very unique church that has a blend
1: mm-hmm. i peop- love it of
0: people who I praise love the lord diversity now, let's not confuse the worship Although worship is the larger context mm-hmm. here, right? But the praise portion, mm-hmm. and I know because I will to bring up our relationship because I'm that dude. that's just like ah! <laughs> all glitter, over the place. <laughs> glitter, sequins,
1: tambourines. I'm so excited!
0: Like I'm like just so excited.
1: High decibel, high caliber action.
0: But I want to. I want to talk about. So what am I? Well, that's where the story begins. <laughs> boys and girls back a long time ago no no so when we first came into the church i am definitely the one who raises his hands and i sing and i mean i'm outward i no yeah. i don't hide it no i love the lord on
1: your sleeve
0: on my sleeve michelle on the other hand came to the church it was so almost so, she knows this i was like what is she doing because and people probably look at me saying the same thing. What is he doing? So it's kind of like so we're at that because she would be like,
1: OK, there's people face. that listen. There's so people that face.
0: Listen. OK, how do you describe that? I straight was in face, neutral. Mellow, neutral. I was in neutral. Right. But I will say something. I will say something. As what we are about to bring out. Yeah. took hold. Yeah. Things changed.
1: Yeah. I'm still not the hoopla. OK, no, no. I'm not. That's not me. And that's OK. And we're going to talk about why that's not. I mean why that is okay and why that's not a reason to be guilty or anything but uh but yeah it like biblically right I have some verses you have some verses mm. you have a lot of verses in front of you um <laughs> about what does the Bible say about it and before we even go there one thing that we haven't talked about since maybe it was definitely like season one or two and mm. we talked about how worship sometimes we talk about oh you know I'm, I'm late for worship or right. oh I missed the worship but a big concept that people don't it's like a it's like a a residue from the world and we never redefine it when we come to christ worship is obedience in the lord bringing him glory right you can be like if you are doing what he asks you to do that's an act of worship if you're reflecting on his goodness that's an act of worship prayer obedience love all these things those are acts of worship Mm -hmm. right it's showing your devotion to him and his ways whereas there is worship music, because it's music geared to those things. And so when we're talking about worship and praise in this episode, we're saying that it's bigger than that, but that in a church setting, the whole service is an act of worship, right? But the musical portion, and also the praise that comes throughout, right. how you're praising God throughout the service, those two things are what we're kind of focused on.
0: Today. I really I really believe that it's an important role. So. One point I'm going to bring out mm-hmm. is showing up to church on time.
1: Mm-hmm. Showing up to church on time—that's an act I, I, of worship.
0: I, I, I am going. <laughs> that is an act of worship. I could not walk in because I'm. Be honest. I walk in sometimes, and it's just like, and then it's like, okay, it's time to stop. It's time to put all that stuff aside. Uh-huh. And and really, when we start to sing, right. And we start to really just have that focus. And and that's where we're going to focus is having a focus on God as you're talking about this worship and extending that, right? Mm -hmm. And having that be one arm of like the service is the Mm -hmm. singing. And I really believe that, and I'm not putting an emotionalism here. I'm just Mm -hmm. putting that let's shut everything down. Let's open our voices and let's sing to the Lord. Now, some people just stand there and they get the same thing, but they're there. They're in that moment, in that moment, trying to align themselves with God and put the outside. I, I think I start off service a lot of times. I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's just leave everything out there that's, mm-hmm. that's bothering us right now. Let's just focus on the Lord. And let's just open our hearts and, and just be able to hear what he's saying. And in that, it's like, it's kind of cool progression. You start with the singing and then the singing leads into the message, you know, and it's really like, it just gets you there. And by the time the whole service is over, you're like, ah i feel better today and <laughs> get you ready to walk out that door mm-hmm. and face everything else
1: yeah it helps set a tone yeah. and it helps get your mind focused on a different way of thinking if you didn't come in that way like sometimes you might come in aligned already and that's just not the case for every single person every single time and it's a very cool start of a chapter right it's like okay mm-hmm. we're going to close this book we're opening this book this is service and i love the term like an offering song because it's literally a song you're giving as an offering like a different type of musical offering Mm. in the sense of like here let me give our best song you know the new song the song that took more practice than all the other songs this week or whatever right (laughs) like this song is is a nut yet another part of our gift to you and another offering to you lord And they, and they have their place. And so rather than talking and spending an entire episode on like which people to listen to or what have you, we're talking about what is the heart position Mm, of the people in the audience regardless of the song being sung now of course if it's like Beyonce that's a whole other episode we're talking about songs that the focus of them is Christ okay if the songs aren't about Jesus Christ if the songs are absolutely theologically horrendous they aren't worship songs and that's another episode we're talking about the people though when the song is being sung what are the heart postures and what are some of the things that are okay and maybe maybe yellow and red flags as far as things that need to be prayed about. And
0: if y'all singing Beyonce in church, you should approach your pastor. Anyway, <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Yes. I, I am going to start there because I like what you were saying about um, the position, right? Mm-hmm. And positioning ourselves to hear God's word. Mm-hmm. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Mm-hmm. It's like this position. You you sit there and you appreciate who God is. You sit there and you you look at God and you're like, "Wow, what you have done to bring me where I am now? Simply even in just dying for us. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how that has positioned. I think that's why I've always been excited. Uh, football basketball, baseball, you're always sitting there. when something good happens, you're like, yeah! So that's probably where my excitement comes from. And I just transfer that over because of all of the good things that God has done Mm -hmm. in my life, in your life, in their lives. And so there's that position, and people are like, I want to sing. Okay, let me tell y'all a little story about singing. Because I think that we have to understand something. When we blend together, Mm -hmm. it is a heavenly noise. Yes. It is amazing to stand up there. Okay, I got sing worship. I do sing worship, y'all. But to stand up there and hear the people sing. And then it takes me back to that reflection of my dad, my dad when I was little and he would be in church. And praise God, he would just sing. Can't sing. But he would just sing. <laughs> so it well, would be out of tune, but he was singing. Unto, mm-hmm. So out of tune, he could sing. so let, let's just yeah. yeah, let's go there on the PC.: I'm nitpicky. And, and nitpicky no, I'm right.
1: nitpicky with that because technically unless you are factually mute.
0: Right right. right you right, can right. sing. Right.
1: If the question is the modifier, can you sing well?: technically he accurately sing his hand on signage, tune.: but, Exactly, exactly. exactly yeah. So So, so
0: he, he, he would sing, it was out of tune. and as a child, I was embarrassed, but when I look back, and I reflect at the heart that my father had for God, mm-hmm. that he would just sing without caring the world. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful to know that that is the position that we need to be in.
1: Yeah. I like that you started there as well because you mentioned the, the football games and the yeah. cheering. And that's what convicted me mm. because I was being, I was allowing the perceptions other people have of me to uh. impact me when I was worshiping. And I didn't really own that, but that's really what it was for me because shy, insecure, all these words, Mm. what they really come back to is a sense of, I care what others think of me more than I want to praise and show my gratefulness to God. And that doesn't mean you go from silent to hands raised. There's different personalities, but I did realize that, okay, there's different personalities, right? Except I and my personality are fine cheering and singing along loudly and throwing my hands up in the air when I'm at a concert and doing the same thing when I, when the team I'm rooting for scores, so if my personality allows for me to act that way in other situations, mm-hmm. then I then there's something else going on in me if I can't do that for the Lord God Almighty, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I stopped caring, and I started focusing on, Lord, I'm happy, I'm joyful, nice. I'm thankful, yes. I care. And I'm grateful and letting those be my focus so that then what comes out is a lot more. I mean, I'm all over the place in the sense of sometimes my hands are raised, sometimes they're not, mm. sometimes I'm singing loud, yes. sometimes I don't know how to sing the song. So I'm just like in a contemplative mode, right? But regardless, I'm doing it because I'm really trying to just focus on the Lord right there mm. and let that dictate, dictate my yeah. actions and my, and my forms of praise instead of what people think of me or what I think is acceptable. So.
0: That yeah. right there, what I think is acceptable, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's just just let it go. And when I say yeah. that, let it go in whatever form that is. In other words, let it all go. Mm-hmm. This is a time that we have that we can just be in his presence. I'll say that a hundred times because it, it is a time. I, I don't put it above the word, you know, the, the the teaching or anything, but it's just amazing when you have that We do teen church, and we have a Sunday where we just sit in the classroom and we talk, right? I can tell you it's different Mm -hmm. when you bring the teens in with some music, and then you give them a little bit of word, and then you have discussions. It's like they're more open. If I was to do a comparison, right, Mm -hmm. it's harder to dig it out (laughs) when you're just sitting in a classroom, (laughs) than it was when we we have the teen night, right, where we're having worship. And it's almost like they're all more open to talk, more open to discuss, more open to dig into to this goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colossians 3 is a beautiful, beautiful place. And most people would just jump right to 16 where it says, let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other, right? And then it goes, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts with thankful hearts, right? And people jump there really quick, but when you go up into that, it's like who Christ is to us since God chose you. Who come on, since God chose you to be holy people he loves. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's exciting. So when you and then so then it adds all that other stuff. Sing say, say say psalms and sing hymns and and just let it go because this is who God is to us. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we dial that in I don't care if you stand there stoic or you throw your hands in the air and yell a bunch of amens. You are having that moment with the God who sits there and says, you're a holy people who I love. Whoa. You don't get that anywhere else. You don't get the singer from the con. Oh, he got, I love y'all. Does he? Does he really love us? Like, does he love us the way God loves us? I love those examples that you're talking about. Yeah. Because does he love us? Yeah, and God loves us.
1: Yeah, there's two like juxtaposing Mm. um, examples. I have one is in Matthew six where Jesus is doing the Sermon on the Mount and he's explaining how to pray and he's saying don't pray for show. Uh, You know, and he even says go into your closet to do so. And he's talking about the heart of that Mm. over and over, where he talks about giving and doing good deeds and all of this is. Do it for God, not for the accolades of men. Mm. And then on the other side, you have David in Second Samuel when the ark is being returned. And he's dancing around in priestly garments, just having the time of his life rejoicing. And no one on earth would think he's sad in that moment, right? Because of the way he's acting. And some people depending on which verse they're they're isolating and focusing on they might say oh see we're even supposed to pray in silence so like don't ever pray out loud among other people don't sing very loud don't make it showy you're not trying to impress people on the other hand you might have someone that's focused more on david showing out like that and be like Mm -hmm. look david you should always be as happy as david was when the ark came back when you're singing worship if you're not are you even filled with the spirit Mm -hmm. and my thing is it shows two different ways to Show reverence and respect and joy and a desire to have a genuine relationship. You know, every time you come in the door, I'm not always like, ah, but I am always, but I, but I do make it clear that I'm very happy to have you home. It just comes in different ways. And so regardless, you know, in our congregation, it's mixed. So regardless of which way it's kind of showing itself in different people, I think it's a really cool sign when It's a mixed group, and I'm not saying it's a bad sign if everyone's acting the same, but what it does show when there's a mixed group is that that less people here care about what people think because they're not using groupthink, Some are being loud, some aren't, right? But they're not like, oh, everyone's quiet. I'm going to be quiet because I have to be. Or, oh, everyone's loud. The only way to show that I love God is to be loud. And the question comes down to, am I doing it? Am I being loud and excited because I'm so focused on God? Or am I being loud and excited to prove I'm godly? Am I being super reserved and quiet because I really just that's who I am and that I'm just feeling God and having a quiet moment with God or is it because I care what people think and want them to think that I have it all together and I'm reserved like they are. Mm. It goes both ways and so that's my overarching thing for this episode is no matter how you're praising God during your service it comes down to are you doing it for God or are you trying to show others something or not show Mm. them something.
0: That's really good, like that's really good. Just being in that position, mm-hmm. in Colossians three, I left this because I know people out there. what well, you gotta say the next one, cause, <laughs> but it's because since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, you must clothe yourself. But here's what's cool: people sit there, oh, well, you must, oh, well, you know, no, but but listen to what He's asking. With tender mercy, tender-hearted mercy, kindness humility, gentleness, and patience. It might be a big ask sometimes, but I can tell you something. When you are in the presence of God, regardless of what it manifests outwardly, right. you can experience those. Mm-hmm. And that is where God is trying to bring us mm-hmm. so that we can live joyful, Lives, hope filled lives, grace filled lives with a lot, a whole lot of forgiveness.
1: Mm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Y'all, I know some very gentle, humble people that get very excited when they roll a Yahtzee.
0: <laughs> right? So you can have both. All right?
1: You can have both.
0: So remember yes.
1: patreon.com we just have shout out to our newest patron. I'm going to be shouting you out by name next time. I don't have it on me right this very minute, but thank you. Oh, yeah. thank you it's you so somewhat much. international, and Ooh. so we will be sending you a thank you very soon, and you can support us at patreon.com/thepantrypodcast and go to thepantrypodcast.com for more episodes. So until next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. If you're fed a good meal, remember to follow the show on your favorite platform. The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on Spark Radio and as part of Spark Network on KHCB's Uplifted Stream.